Hi, it's Scott Hamilton, Rockfile, back with another podcast review. Another in my continuing coverage of the Criterion Collection box set, Bruce Lee, His Greatest Hits. We're up to disc number four, Enter the Dragon. Now, I was a little bit confused when I pulled this disc out of the packaging. This set contains Enter the Dragon, the extended version, which is just a couple of minutes longer than what was seen in the theaters back in 1973. But this set also has the original theatrical version. And I kind of, you know, thought I was getting the original theatrical version. But as it turns out, I've watched the same old version that I've seen for years. And that's not a problem. Um... Enter the Dragon is widely considered one of the most influential martial arts movies ever made, and it's also considered to be Bruce Lee's best movie. Is it a great movie? No, <laughs> it's not. Um, Robert Klaus, who directed this, had only directed a few movies at the time, and one of the movies had a fairly extended fight scene in it. And that's they, the movie studio showed it, Warner Brothers, showed it to Bruce Lee, and he agreed to have this guy because they needed somebody that could get cheap. And the script was based, it, this is not like one of the other movies where Bruce Lee had any input for the say. This was uh, based on a screenplay called Blood and Steel. And when they adapted the screenplay for Bruce Lee, it was only 80 pages long. The, most screenplays run about 120 pages and that's roughly two hours of screen time and that includes you know directions of it's a dark and rainy night kind of stuff and this well enter the dragon was 80 pages with big sections blank said mr lee will choreograph this fight and that was it <laughs> so that's why the fight scenes are a little longer and a little more interesting now knowing that this was if you've listened to the last three podcasts we've done on this this box set, um, Bruce Lee was getting bigger in China. He had tried to come to America and break through, and he was basically relegated to a sidekick role in, in Green Hornet. He he could not, he just, it was not the time for Asians to get starring roles in Hollywood, unfortunately. So he went back to Hong Kong and said, I'll show you. And each one of his movies made double, what, almost double what the movie before it made. And each one became a record-breaking, the highest-grossing film in Hong Kong history as he released these movies. So they went into this after three movies under their belt knowing that Hollywood's finally come calling. They've given us a decent budget. It was still filmed for under a million dollars, about $850,000 in, in 1972 money. Um and was filmed almost exclusively in Hong Kong, and uh, it's silent. They dubbed everything from the the talk, the the you know the lines, all the way to the 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 sound effects and the fights. I had no idea that the entire movie was filmed silent, but that a lot of old movies were filmed that way. It was just easier. So the movie has gone on to gross $350 million estimated over the last you know 50 years or so, and I had never picked up. Um, I have the original Blu-ray that came out of Enter the Dragon. It's got some good extras on it. And a few years later, they released a, uh, like a 40th anniversary edition that was remastered and had some more extras on it. And I just never got around to picking that up because I've seen this movie so many times. I mean, it wasn't always easy to see those first three Bruce Lee movies uh, on television back in the day or when you could rent them VHS. But Enter the Dragon was Warner Brothers, so it was widely available everywhere when I was growing up. You had Bruce Lee and John Saxon in it, Jim Kelly's in it, Bob Wall, who we've mentioned in, in another Bruce Lee review. Um, Fred Weintraub produced the movie. Raymond Chow, they brought, you know, they brought him because it was in a it was a co-production kind of thing. 
And they stylized the screenplay and the action after James Bond movies, because those were the most popular movies of the time, and this was thought it was going to be a franchise. Enter the Dragon, you know, there'd be more The Dragon movies. And they were playing off the fact that growing up, um, they changed the name from Blood and Steel. Bruce wanted to call it Enter the Dragon, and he wanted to do this, this series of movies with this character. And he was called the Little Dragon in Hong Kong growing up. You know, that was that was his name because he was a spunky little kid. So that was kind of playing on that for his Asian audience, for his Chinese audience. And everything was poised for this to be as huge as it was. Unfortunately, one month before it's released, he passed away. Bruce Lee did not get to see how big this got how big he got he knew that he was quite the star in asia based on the first three movies but this made him the worldwide star that he wanted and they went on to release game of death which we'll have in the next podcast which was a movie he was working on when he died that he was directing and doing all the fight scenes and all that stuff but i'll get into that later Enter the Dragon is quintessential martial arts movie with Bruce Lee knowing that he's going for a a more English-speaking audience. He kind of tones down the action and not so far as like pulls punches and is not as violent, but he stages action scenes like within what we would get in a karate tournament. It's a ring of people around and it's two guys squaring off instead of him taking on, you know, 20 opponents in a dojo. It's it's things that we're more used to seeing in Americanized films. And he he consciously did that. And it's not until towards the end of the movie when he's really doing his James Bond stuff where he takes on multiple, 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 <laughs> tons of opponents. Uh, for most of the movie, it's him one-on-one with particular characters. And there's some great fight scenes. N- knowing how he had been treated in Hong Kong with the first three movies, he wasn't sure that Hollywood wasn't going to change scenes around and make him a sidekick. So he he had an opening scene with a big martial arts fight between him and Bolo Young. <laughs> and... Bolo, very young and a bit skinnier than he is, is is a, is a fun thing to watch if you know who I'm talking about. He's a very famous martial arts actor who came up with Jackie Chan. Um, and then right after, he goes into some philosophy that's right out of some of his works. Um, and it, it, it really establishes that this is a Bruce Lee movie. And then the movie starts. And then you see a lot more of... There's actually three main characters. John Saxon's American character and Jim Kelly's American character. You know, So you have the Asian guy, the black guy, and the white guy. They were tr- going for what they called at the time an international audience so it would play well in other countries. And so all of this was a bit contrived, but... It was a great showcase for Bruce Lee because he did get to choreograph all the fight scenes. And these, to this day, are still some of the best martial arts fight scenes you will ever see. It's, I won't go, you know, pick the part the movie or anything because it's been around for so long. I'm sure you've seen it. You want to know if it's worthy picking up this set. Well, as I've said before, picking up this set for under $100, I got it for half that less than half that actually during a a sale in the summer and there will be another criterion collection sale coming up in november so keep that in mind that's why i'm trying to get these reviews done before the next criterion collection sale um barnes and noble and criterion collection twice a year usually in july and november will have 50 percent off sales and it's 50 percent off the list price but it makes criterion collection movies which are very expensive normally priced you know what i mean 
So like this set, which normally goes for about a hundred bucks, will be under fifty bucks. And it's it, you get seven discs, you get all the extras that pretty much have ever been produced, and you get all the movies in two K and four K restorations, including a version of Enter the Dragon that we rarely see, and uh, Game of Death Two, which is not really a Bruce Lee movie. It's a it's to give you the example of the Bruce mania that went on after he passed. They took a whole bunch of old scenes and made a new game of death movie that has really nothing to do with anything else. It was just to capitalize on Bruce Lee. Um, but that's also included in the set with all these other extras. So the, the set is seven discs and it's every one is full. Went through the extras on the Enter the Dragon disc. Uh, there's a couple brand new things. There's one brand, brand new produced in 2020 a documentary that was well worth watching. Uh, really great. Um, they've got an expert on Bruce Lee who does these brand new documentaries on each disc, and he really knows his stuff. Uh, as somebody, I have mentioned this in some of the other podcasts, when I was taking Yoshikai Karate, which is a Japanese martial art, um, I had Bruce Lee and Brandon Lee's pictures on the wall. I really got into these guys. I used them as as a, a template, as an example of what you know I wanted to be. I, you know, and I never got to that point because these guys were, they've got the DNA to be, you know, cat-like, panther-like fighters and, and just amazing martial artists in, in every acrobatic and incredible way. Um, but I did get pretty buff for a while, and I thank them for it. But I'm really into Bruce Lee for most of my life. This set is amazing. It's an amazing treasure trove to have it all in one place, one little box on my shelf that I can pull out, and it's everything Bruce Lee. You know, you want to see a Bruce Lee movie. So as far as transfer goes, I haven't pulled out my old 1080p Blu-ray to compare it to this new Criterion Collection 2K restoration. Unlike the other movies so far, which were all 4K restorations, this was a 2K restoration. I believe it was done by Warner Brothers and given to... Um, Criterion Collection for this set. It does have the Criterion logo and the Criterion menu, so this disc was authored. I'm, they're not reusing anything or anything like that. It is a new transfer. And it looks really, really good. This is not like I did a podcast earlier about Planet Earth 2. This is not a green-free, pristine, 4K poppy presentation. This is a very grainy, bordering on noisy look, but it is the best the movie looked. And the colors... I honestly had to double check that this wasn't a Blu-ray that somehow had HDR on it. I mean, the kimonos, the flowers, when they go to that banquet scene about a half an hour, 45 minutes into the movie, the colors are stunning. The gold shines, the silver, the yellows, the reds, the blacks are not crushed. They, they stand out. I mean, it is an incredible picture as far as colors go, but you're looking through all this grain because it was filmed on, you know, 35 millimeter film. And like I've seen in a couple of the other movies, there's a couple of kind of soft shots that things weren't perfectly in focus. But again, we weren't as demanding in 1972 when this was filmed and it was released in 1973. Bruce Lee's Enter the Dragon, anything I could say about the movie has already been said by scholars, by martial artists, by huge fans. It's a classic quintessential martial arts movie and the cornerstone of this box set. It is arguably the best transfer so far, or at least tied for the best, and looks better than any transfer I've ever seen. Don't know that it could look any better. They would probably have to apply some DNR, some noise reduction and things like that. We really don't want them to do that. So this is probably as good as it's going to get. 
I don't know that a 4K upgrade would do much else because, like I said, the colors are freaking spectacular. Sound was fine for what it was, you know. I mean, it's 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 a dated. They've done what they can, and it's cleaned up, and it sounds good. But as I mentioned earlier, this was a silent movie that they added all the music, sound effects, and and lines later. Um, so it is what it is. You know, it wasn't filmed uh, in THX uh, or recorded in THX in a digital studio or anything. It sounds like what it sounds. Lalo Schifflin does the music. I mean, this was a fairly big-budget release at the time, and it looks great on the Criterion Collection uh, release. I think you should own this box set if you're a martial arts fan or you're a Bruce Lee fan or you're curious about Bruce Lee. This set is one to own. Next up, we will be talking about Game of Death when I can get around to watching it. A lot of Bruce Lee content here. Loving it. I'm Scott Hamilton. I'm Rockfile. Thanks for checking out another podcast review of an older movie, but Enter the Dragon and the new Criterion Collection set that came out over the summer 2020. Definitely worth picking up if you're a fan. I'm loving it so far. It's definitely a time capsule to a different time and a different type of movie. It's not John Wick, but you can see where they got that stuff from. You know what I mean? Check out therockfile.com for links to all my other goodies. Please subscribe. Please share. Thank you so much for listening.